Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 2004's Vera Drake, directed by Mike Lee and starring Imelda Staunton. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, Sitting Target from 1971, I think. Okay. Um, It's a British film with Oliver Reed and Ian McShane. And it's like a crime caper. Sounds tempting, right? Yeah, it does. It's uh, not as good as you would hope. Damn it. Yes. Even with Oliver Reed's Even eyeballs? With, like, yes. Oh, yes. come on. I know. And and that trunk-like neck. Yeah, you that know, neck. You, you, yes. You're, you're thinking this is going to be a two-fisted, you know, awesome time. And, and it's just like... He's good in it, and so is Ian McShane. It's great to see those guys, Uh but these people are so unlikable, and so just the story is so not good. Yeah. Um, And I was disappointed, unfortunately. That sucks. Yeah. What is that one called again? Sitting Target. Sitting Target. Okay, there Mm -hmm. you go. I watched Stepmom. Have you heard of this movie? It's a Christopher Columbus film from, like, 1998. Yes, it's it's a, a, it was a family favorite actually in my house. Is it? Yes. Oh shit! <laughs> not not for me. But okay, my, okay. My yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, it's got Julia Roberts. Yeah. And Susan Sarandon <laughs> uh-huh. and Ed Harris, and you know, Ed Harris and Susan Sarandon got divorced, and Julia Roberts like in the picture now, and yeah. it's about you know, everyone learning how to love each other uh-huh. and stuff, and you know, deal with you know people dying of cancer in the worst, saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. So yeah. Um. It was an okay movie. Yeah. I'm not going to say I loved it or hated it, but it was good. Um, <laughs> it's generic affair. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, it was it was well done. So yeah. if, if you like these kind of like sob story, I don't want to say it is a chick flick per se, but it's more geared towards women, I believe. And I, uh, I think so. It had a lifetime feel. Yeah. It's kind of a lifetime-y thing, but mm-hmm. it was well done. So yeah. yeah. Step mom, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's talk about Vera Drake, Dave. Kay. So why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay, so uh, Vera Drake is a film that takes place in 1950s, like just sort of post-war London. Um, And there's a woman who uh, has made it her life's business to take care of people, Um, her family and everyone else who who she knows. She just goes about her day uh, helping people out. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, like in a like she 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 you know cleans their houses. She she takes care of the sick, um, and she she is trying to be a good neighbor to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and her family and everyone in the community loves her very much. Uh, but she has a secret, and mm-hmm. there's a a vocation that she uh, carries out that no one knows about, and um, it's what we'll get into. Yeah. So Vera Drake, her secret. We have to just yep. say right off the bat is she performs abortions. Um, excuse me. I'm I'm sick today, folks. So my voice is cracking. And Bear stuff. with Scott. Pl- I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I need to call Vera to help me out. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> so she does this under the table. Yeah. For free, just to help out these girls who decide to do this. Right. Um. And her family has no idea about it. No one knows about it. Few people do. Only Lily knows. Yeah. Her friend Lily is kind of. Her pimp, if you want to call it yeah. that. Like, she's like, we got a job to do here. So right. let's, five o'clock, you know, go there, put the kettle on, and there you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and like abortion, even though that's what the what the movie is is technically about, is just like this, this particular um, aspect of Vera's day-to-day life. Um, like that, that's kind of the driving force of the movie. Yeah, um, the story. Yeah. yeah. There isn't a big to do or fanfare the first time we see Vera do this. Yeah, like we we we've, not, yeah. we we've gone like a half hour into the movie just establishing her and what she does, and then out of nowhere she shows up at this girl's house, 
and you know mm-hmm. is is treating her the same way she treats the infirmed and everybody else she, she calls everyone dear mm-hmm. even though she knows their names um like just everyone is is special to her yeah. and everyone is a nice person and she is just very businesslike but also incredibly sweet mm-hmm. and she gets this thing going um yep and it's a she has like a, some a, a like a a thing of ge- like a bag of gear that yeah. she uses yeah. and um it's a it's it's like carbolic soap and a cheese grater and this big uh, like plunger syringe thing yep um and what's the re- the way her method is to like inject this soap uh soapy water mixture into the womb and that you know takes care of it because the yeah. next day the the girl has her period and everything's uh, right. you know the the baby is aborted mm-hmm. um i'm glad you mentioned how she treats it just matter of factly like it's just you know, she's going to another house to clean up, you know, the the chimney or something, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they spend the first, like, half hour of the film just establishing her as this nice, sweet, you know, grandma-esque figure who's going to take care of you no matter what. Right. And when you f- she does her first abortion, she treats it exactly the same way. She she says the same things, like you said, deary. <laughs> yeah. And she says, you'll be right as rain. And, yeah. You know, and she, she says, I'll put the kettle on about... Ten times in the first half hour of the movie, <laughs> and she even says it this time, and it's like, okay, so what's happening here? Yeah. Like, it something seems just a smidge off when you see her go to that person's house, right? Yeah, because it's not the exact same, but it's almost exactly the same. And the girl, when she answers the door, she looks a little frantic, a little nervous. Yeah. Um. So, so you know that something is different about this particular, you know, like call, but you know, Vera is not treating it that way at all. Um, yeah. yeah, like like putting the kettle on, it, it's it's kind of a uniquely like j- just that thing and everything else that that goes with like Vera's way of life and her family's is just uniquely an English thing of let's yeah. let, let's normalize whatever's happening and and let's let, let let's let's keep our head about oh, us. Oh yeah, and um, you know, stiff upper lip, stiff upper lip. That's what mm-hmm. it is. You know, we're we're in working class London. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't moved to the suburbs yet, um, and. You know, let, let's just get this done and move on with our lives and, and then get together for a nice stew, you know? Yeah. Um, which is, <laughs> and speaking of stew, <laughs> like when we're, when we're establishing the family um, in the first half hour, I, I got to tell you, I, I have never wanted to be at a dinner more than the stew that she makes mm-hmm. for when Reg comes over. Yeah. Um, not because of the <laughs> stew itself. It, it's not because that looks so appetizing, uh-huh. but mainly just because I want to sit in that room and be with those people. It looks fun. It looks it, look, so it looks interesting. Incredibly inviting. They're so welcoming. They and are. And like you said, they invite Reg, this kind of like loner guy. Who, yeah. You know, I guess he lives alone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't socialize much. Vera sees him all the time in the neighborhood and says hello. And yep. She invites him over, and her ulterior motive is to court her daughter with yeah. him which you don't even realize <laughs> right until they they eat dinner and then you know the dad and reg sit down to smoke in the in the living room and yep. stuff and and then all of a sudden vera asks her daughter to go sit by reg instead of where she was going to sit and you're yes. like oh okay i see what's going on <laughs> it's very well structured uh-huh. uh, and it's like it's like a surprising reveal but it's just like just like Vera is, it's matter of fact, like that's just what's going on. Sure. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, not a it's, big surprise or no, anything. No. And she and she and she's uh, like not calling a bunch of attention to it, even though everyone in the room knows what's happening. Uh-huh. Um, and like Reg 
both Reg and Ethel, the Ethel's daughter, the daughter, yeah, um, are are very sort of socially awkward, yeah, um, and they 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 look nervous all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. like like Eddie Marzon, the guy who plays Reg, like his head is just sitting on top of a of a of a torso. <laughs> he almost <laughs> is built a little bit like Oliver Reed, except he's really <laughs> he kind aw- he's kind of all you know. Uh, he hasn't grown into it yet. Yeah, you know. Um, I was looking at him. I'm like, who is this guy? Uh-huh. Like, I feel like I've seen him before, but I guess I haven't. He's not in a lot of stuff, is he? Well, he he's in a lot of stuff, but like not stuff that like is popular. He just stuff looks that we, so you know, familiar. Yeah, he looks kind of like Brian James a little, like the face, <laughs> yes, the he nose, does. and he, he reminded does. me of uh, to like Tim Spall a little bit. Yep, mm-hmm. like just the, his body language and mannerism, right. I guess he's a, a new and improved Tim Spall. Which, he, he, how do you how do you improve upon that? Oh, though, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely fits into the Mike Lee universe. Yeah, definitely. You know, like he just he fits like a glove. And this is our second Mike Lee movie we've done, right? Yeah. We did Naked. That was like our sixth episode. Or it was something, a long man. time that ago. Was a long time ago. Yeah. But uh, it it feels like the same world, kind of. Yep. It's that real life, you know, London working class, mm-hmm. nitty gritty, you know. Right. No polish on it. This is how it looks. You know, this is how it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kitchen sink realism. Uh-huh. It's it's a it's a method of 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 like of fiction and Mike Lee uses it like everyone everyone who's been listening to this show for any length of time knows who my favorite filmmaker is. Yep. Um it's Mike Lee. I would do a podcast on nothing but Mike Lee mm-hmm. if if given the opportunity. Um I there there is no other there, there's no other director who just knows people uh, like and, and likes people, you know, more than Mike Lee. I uh-huh. mean, he really likes everybody in this movie and he, he, he wants he wants you to like them. Um, and, and that's why, like, I guess Vera and her family are so hospitable in, mm-hmm. in these moments, because I mean, like, like, it's not just Vera. It's it's Sid, her son. You know, oh. he's being very nice to Reg. I love Sid. He's oh, he's so cool. He, he's like my favorite character. I think. Oh, really? I, I okay, love Sid. Yeah, because yeah. he's he's not you know that stiff upper lip guy. He's right. He expresses how he's feeling all the time. True, which I really like. He's you emotional. Know, it's a fresh of a breath of fresh air in a movie full of the most stoic people in the universe. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> who's that? Daniel Mays yes. plays Sid. Yes, it's a great job. He's awesome. I know. Um. So yeah, uh, and while while this is going on, um, uh, as Vera is making her calls and, and is doing stuff, um, we're also there's a parallel story going on, and this is Sally mm-hmm. Hawkins' character, mm-hmm. who is like also in trouble. Um, she and her mother Leslie, like you see her interacting with her mother Leslie Manville, and they're mm-hmm. in like uh, the upper class of London. Right. And Vera comes and helps clean their yes. house, their ornate house. Right. Yeah. That that's the connection to Vera's family mm-hmm. is that like just Vera is just a domestic servant in their house and mm-hmm. and everything's fine. Uh but um Sally Hawkins is is taken advantage of by this guy and assaulted. Yep. And Susan is the character. Susan. Mm-hmm. Um she's assaulted by this guy David who Leslie Manville her mother set her up with. Ugh. And um she gets into trouble. She gets pregnant from this guy. This guy won't stop. Nope. Oh, I hate this dude. It's one of the, it's one of the, like, a sexual assault in movies go, like, it's one of the, kind of the more insidious ones, where, where you're just, like, watching it happen, and, and he's being very subtle about it, and yeah. not, like, just, like, kind of being brutal and taking her by force, but, mm-hmm. but like, then he is. Once it doesn't work, he amps it up. Yep. 
I feel like this is probably how most cases of this happen. I think so. They, they just keep insisting and insisting until finally they're like, well, fuck it. Yep. I'm going to take what I want. Right. It's pretty uncomfortable to watch him do this. And she's trying to get him to stop and like be polite and stuff, and yes. he just won't listen. Yeah, she's saying no and telling him to stop throughout the uh-huh. whole thing, Every all the subtle things he does. And then finally, when, when, he, when, he, when he just... When, when he does just kind of go for it, now you're really watching just in heartbreak, you know, mm-hmm. like Susan, like trying to fight this guy off. Right. And she goes to her friend saying she needs help. Mm-hmm. And at this little dinner scene with her friend, it's really good because she's she's like breaking down crying. She can't really say what's happened because yeah. she just can't do it. And her friend, I think it's great how she phrases this. She says, oh, Susan, you've gotten yourself in trouble. Yeah. Like you got yourself in trouble. Right. It's like it's her fault. fault. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's not not even close. <laughs> no. uh, but I like how they frame that mindset back then in the 50s. Mm-hmm. That's how it was viewed. You know, the woman did it. And even it's your yeah, body. Exactly. Yeah. Like some of the women were misogynistic too uh-huh. in, in that in that case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just how it was accepted in society at that time. Right. It's disgusting. It is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you, Mike Lee. <laughs> He's a fantastic filmmaker. He's it's so just, good. He truly is. I, I, I've, I could just unload for hours on, on nothing but like how much I love Mike Lee mm-hmm. and, and what a crush I have on this man because <laughs> I man I, crush. Yes, I, yep. I can't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, <laughs> and, and the 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 whole thing of the the parallel story is that we're we're seeing too that like you know for for Susan, um, like she 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 when she has that meeting with her friend. Her, her abortion that she ends up getting mm-hmm. is is done in a professional, you know, it, it's done medically. Yeah, she goes to a doctor, yeah. she gets help, and it shows, like, how the medical profession views it and stuff, too. Right. Isn't it? But it's illegal, isn't it? I don't or know. Or is it just illegal to do, like, under-the-table abortions? It, that that must be it, because, okay. like, the, the, the doctor who helps her isn't isn't saying, you know, we got to keep this on the down low. That's right, because he's just saying this is how much it costs. Yes. Here's what's going to happen you need to talk to this psychiatrist yes. or whatever which so, i guess yeah. if you go through a psychiatrist maybe that makes it more legal you know i because because yeah he does put her into the touch with a psychiatrist well i think they just don't want her making rash decisions yes. they want to see like okay so what are you just jumping on this or is this something truly mm. you need to do because right. i know whether they you want to or not even after you do it and you support it or not you're still going to be affected by that right like for the rest of your life so they don't want you just jumping in and saying hey yeah let's just do this right yeah they want to make sure so yes go talk to somebody about it i guess that's kind of wise yeah yeah that's got to be it you know yeah um and and the psychiatrist played by alan carduner he is probably like everyone we see you know interact with susan except for vera has been kind of shitty to her Yep. Um, and Alan Corduner is the first person to like kind of show her a little bit of respect and a little bit of sympathy. Um, you know, he, he's asking her a barrage of questions that is painful for her. But finally, mm-hmm. he asked the, the most important question. Did this man force himself on you? Yep. Um, and she admittedly, she tearfully admits that, yes, that's kind of nods yes. in agreement, but right. she can't speak of it right. because it's so traumatic for her. And he's sensitive to her, mm-hmm. you know, and, and understands that, 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 okay, well, in this case, then this is the right thing to do because, you know, you're, you're raising a child out of, out of this kind of situation would be very, very difficult for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it would not, um, I guess, contribute anything to the world to bring this man's child into it. And they're, they're asking her, he's asking her a lot of questions about like her family history and mm-hmm. mental health and all that stuff. Yes. Um, 
he 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 is sympathetic with her too, but it's not in the way like Vera would be. You right. know what I mean? It's right. just kind of it is a kind of matter of fact way, but it's kind of there's some kind of agenda there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we gotta say yes or no for you. Right. You know, right. like Vera wouldn't. True. That's yeah. true. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And and you know. And even though like like for for Susan, it, everything is kind of more um, hygienic and professional, and she can she can afford better care than the girls that Vera helps. Mm -hmm. Um. Like Susan is still vulnerable because like rich men think that they can behave this way without consequence. Right. Is, yeah. Is the final message. And even you know? he he asked her if he he forced himself on her, and that's just the end of that. Yep. Like nothing happens. No one follows up with the cops. That's, nothing happens. That, that's you know, like like yeah, boy, and and that's something I actually missed on every viewing I've seen until you just pointed it out. Yeah, is that yeah, like as 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 much sensitivity as Alan Corduner is showing, he doesn't say give me his name and we'll phone the police, mm -hmm. um, which is what obviously should have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> this movie's hilarious, guys. Yes. <laughs> It does have its little fun moments, it's though. You know, like the family just interaction. And uh, yeah, it's just. There's good stuff that's not, you know, totally dreadful happening no. in this, you know? I mean, Reg and Ethel walking through the park is adorable. Oh, I love it. And that's like a three second scene. Yes. I love it. Yes. It just shows, like, like I think Vera's talking to her. Who's her husband? Edgar? What's his oh, name? Oh, crap. What's her husband's name? I can't remember. I, it's play, He's played by Phil Davis, but I, um, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, Stan. 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 Mm -hmm. But they're like sitting there talking about how they're both so awkward and stuff. And like <laughs> just talking like you would with your wife laying in bed next to each other yeah. at the end of a day. And then it like shows them just walking through a park for a couple seconds. And it's like, <laughs> man, like even though these two aloof people are just kind of out of place, they are really into each other. They're connecting. They're yeah. actually connecting, which yeah. is cool. And and it's cool too that like Stan and Vera know this about their daughter. Yeah. Like they they, they don't have any illusions that, that 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 she is, you know, like something that she's not. They they know who she is and they put her and when Vera saw Reg and saw who he was, she was like, "You know what? This might work." Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to see Reg and 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 Ethel on the couch together after uh -huh. their date. Yeah. And like, you know, you know, Reg wants to make a move and Ethel wants to make a move, but neither's going to do so. They're just staring at the floor. Like, <laughs> literally, <laughs> Ethel is just slumped over. Like, uh -huh. <laughs> her back is bent so far over. Like, she's just so slouched and yeah. staring at the floor and afraid to make eye contact with him. <laughs> and he, he just is sitting there, like, not moving an inch, like, afraid to move, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, yeah. staring at the wall. Because he has no clue, you know? And, uh, and the way they just speak to each other in these quick little blurbs, like they're afraid to keep talking. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really cool. I like it a lot. I know. And finally, he asked the question. The, oh, yeah. The, the important, you know, he, he they've been on one date. And I mean, it's 1950, <laughs> which I guess this happens, uh -huh. you know, but man, what what a world. Ask, him, ask her to marry him, man. Uh, and then she says yes, and they kind of just peck each other on the cheek. <laughs> or Like, oh, man. Just that little peck on the lips, like that little kiss. I know. It, it's it, it, man. Yeah, he, that's he's, probably their first kisses. It you know, is, yeah. As in life, that mm -hmm. that's the first time they've kissed anyone. Uh -huh. And and I mean, like, I <laughs> I can't imagine being that 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 kind of you know um, hung up as an adult. Uh -huh. But there's tons of people who are. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and you know, hopefully they can find each other. Yep. You know, like Reg and Ethel. Oh man, yeah. they're good. They're awesome. Um, so we get—I don't know how much time passes here, yeah. but we see a few holidays, like a few dinners, things. Mm -hmm. Reg is like part of the family now. Yep. Um, 
<clears throat> and you see Vera, you know, performing more and more of these right. operations. Right. And so some time has passed. I don't know how much, but eventually she does one and it kind of goes bad. Yeah. The person she's helped, her mom is there and her mom recognizes Vera from back when they were working in a factory together during World War II. Yes. It's like, I think I know you. Are you Vera? And Vera doesn't like try to hide it. She's nope. like, oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah. Yep. And, uh. She does her thing and then leaves, and that's it. And then the next day, the woman who had the operation done starts getting, like, deathly ill. Yeah. Uh, so they go to a hospital, and then the cops get involved now. Yeah, the cops mm-hmm. are played by uh, Peter White and Martin Savage, two Mike Lee Staples, as is the, the mother of the sick girl, Leslie Sharp. She mm-hmm. was in Naked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, boy, you know, like... When you see Pamela, the girl, writhing in the hospital bed, um, white-faced, sweaty. um, Okay, so as much as we love Vera and Mm -hmm. and as much as we sympathize with the girls that she's assisting um, and maybe maybe this community service that she's doing, um, this method is obviously can't be done. Yeah. Um, it's, It's too dangerous. And that this girl lives through this is kind of amazing. I mean, just imagine like soapy water, you know, by itself uh-huh. in your insides, just, you know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how this doesn't happen to every girl that she treats. Right. I don't understand the p- biological process of it all. Like right. what it does to the body. Right. But putting anything in your body like that is not good for you. No, no. And I mean, sticking sharp objects in you isn't good either. Of course but, not. I mean, this is probably, she could probably do other things that are way more brutal. Yes. But she doesn't. Right. Uh, this is the first time we see something going wrong. Yes. Like, it, it hasn't before. It probably has before, but there were no repercussions of it. Or it she never knew about it, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So now it's catching up to her now. Because yes. the mother recognized her. And that's like, if she didn't recognize her, there'd be no way to find her. Right. Because she goes through Lily to get, I mean, I guess they, they could go looking for Lily or something and then find her maybe. But, sure. Which they do talk to Lily, don't they? Right. Uh, so now Vera's kind of under investigation. Yes. And and Lily is the first person, like, like when Leslie Sharp first talks to the cops, she doesn't want to like, you know, uh, like totally, I guess, participate in the investigation. And she's being kind of uh, not totally cooperative with Peter White's questions mm-hmm. until they decide to go after Lily. Um, yeah. Because the doctor... The, the the doctor understands like that that what that what he he knows immediately you know like what happened with this girl, um, and when they go to Lily, it turns out she's been charging the girls. Yeah, uh, she's been making these appointments, telling Vera to come, you know, and 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 do these abortions, and throughout the whole thing, uh, she's been not not only like charging the girls, but like insulting them. Yep. you know, for 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 being for getting into this trouble. Yeah, it's um, their fault. Yep. Yeah, and. And then she makes Vera pay for like black market sardines and 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 crisps. Mm-hmm. Um, like like mm-hmm. she's whenever she makes appointments with Vera to like you know set up the abortion, she's like, oh, and I got this other stuff, two pence or what you know, two guineas or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, so so you're not giving Vera any of the money. Yeah. Um, you're you're being totally. Um, Vera doesn't know that Lily is saying these these awful things no. to these women. She doesn't know any money is being you know transacted. No. She thinks she's helping everybody. She's mm-hmm. just doing this altruistically. And mm-hmm. like, God, L- L- Lily's got this horde of like uh, other, you know, like stuff. Because, I mean, after the war, of course, it was hard to get stuff. Yeah. 
you know, uh, so she's got a whole cache of, of nylons and, and, uh, and <laughs> yeah. shortbread and all yep. this other stuff you can't get. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lily's kind of a scumbag. She sucks. Yeah. She's the most despicable character in the movie. She is, yeah. really. Besides, like, maybe the men who are raping people. Yeah, David but, yeah. is awful. Yeah, David's yeah. the worst, yes. but uh, <laughs> Lily's close second. Right. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> maybe Lily hired David to do that you so know, she can get more money. It and wouldn't I, surprise I, I, yeah. me because Lily is kind of awful, you know. <laughs> she is, and and at the end when Vera finds out Lily has been taking money mm-hmm. and has been hiding it for what we've come to learn is close to twenty years. Yep, it devastates her. Yes, I don't think it's because she was like. That's supposed to be my money. No, it's because we're trying to help people, and you're taking advantage of them. That's it. What makes it is. her sick to her stomach to hear that. She's she, yeah, like, and the devastation is like, like, like Vera is devastated. You know, like, like one after the other after the other. Yeah. Like, throughout that whole thing, but like when she hears that news, it's really you can just tell it just cuts her. Like, yep. oh my god, tell me you weren't like taking money from these poor girls. Yep. You know. Oh. Um. Yeah. Man. And. Uh, when they're having a nice dinner, um, Uncle Frank and uh, mm-hmm. and his and his wife Joyce, Joyce. are there. Uh, they're part of the family. Um, they, they Reg are, is there. Yeah, you know? Reg is mm-hmm. there. He's 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 newly minted as as the husband to be, mm-hmm. and Sid and and uh, Stan and Vera, and they're having a nice dinner again. Mm-hmm. And there's a knock on the door, and it's um, it's the cops. It's 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 Peter White and Martin <sighs> Savage, and they're there to uh to question Vera. They're coming to question her and. More than likely, they're intending to arrest her because mm-hmm. they know um, they'd probably arrest her whether she admits it or not. Probably so. And man, was this at Christmas or is this before Christmas? Uh, this is before Christmas. Okay, but it is a holiday dinner almost. Yes. Like they are the family's all there. Yeah, is it's it Christmas on Christmas? Before, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, but they come. Stan answers the door, and they're like, "Are you, you know, the husband of Vera Drake or whatever?" And yeah. he's like, "Yes." You know what? Okay, mm-hmm. why are the cops here on Christmas during dinner? <laughs> um, and Vera, he lets all the cops in to come, and he the whole time he's thinking like this is some kind of mix up or something. Like yeah. I don't know what's going on because my wife has never done anything wrong. Right. And so he lets them in, and then the look on Vera's face when she sees the police, she she knows instantly, like what's happening. <sighs> Imelda Staunton's performance is out of this world, dude. I can't believe. Yeah. I can't. I'm, we'll get into it. We haven't even later. talked about it at I all. Mean, <laughs> holy crap. Is she amazing in this movie? Uh-huh. I mean, God. And and the close up on her face at minute 70, you know, <laughs> and your heart just rips in half. Uh-huh. Um, when when Peter White asks her, you know, what do you do? And she says, I help girls out. Mm-hmm. Man, because that's all it is to her. She's just helping people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's all the same whether she's cleaning their house or, or getting them out of this trouble. I mean, like, she just lives... She, she is the most giving person in London. Mm-hmm. Let's lock her up. Yeah. It's it's so such a sad commentary on everything mm-hmm. in, in, in our world. And, and, man. And Vera instantly helps out. She yep. tells them the truth. She is a little resistant because she doesn't want to say these words. Right. Because she knows she's in big trouble. Right. And they're calling it, you know, abortions. And she doesn't want to call it that, even though she knows that's what she's doing. She yes. says, I help them out. Every time he says, like, you're performing abortions, she's like, I help them out. She won't yeah, say it. Because she can't bring herself to. Right. And she even gets out her toolkit and gives it to him. And what gets me is... When they're getting ready to take her to arrest, she's like, 
you won't tell the family, will you? Oh. She just doesn't want them to be burdened by this like she is. Oh, man. But she she can't do anything about that, no. though. Like, what she's decided to do has fucked her family up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, and she realizes it. Of course. She, but she, she doesn't want it to do it. No. She wants it just to not do that, but she can't. So she feels this, like, total helplessness at that. Yes. She, she cannot handle the thought of how she ruined her family. <sighs> Oh, man, it's, it's tearing us all up. I mean, because because they're tore up, too. Yep. And during this whole questioning session, it's it's just Peter White, Martin Savage and and uh, the, the, the the female uh, police constable, mm-hmm. uh, Constable West. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her. She was good. Awesome. I know. Um, and she was in uh, All or Nothing. Mike Lee's All or Nothing. OK, um, she's she's an awesome actor. But uh, like the uh, the rest of the family is is over in the other room. Like they they, they don't know. Like they they yeah. brought Vera into another room by herself. Right. She has no lawyer present. Yep. Um. Even though like the the investigators are are being I guess careful with her and they're not being mean to her. Right. Uh, they're just being very businesslike. Mm-hmm. It's it's still a total miscarriage of justice because like like she has she she's not being questioned you know with with proper legal representation. Yeah. Um, and, and she, she's not gonna like press this. She's, she's just like heartbroken throughout this whole thing. She's crying throughout the whole thing. And, mm-hmm. and you know, like when, when, when they ask Vera for the evidence, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the stuff that she uses yep. and she is going to the, the closet and getting stuff down and she doesn't quite know how to handle it. And, uh, PC West is like telling her it's okay, Vera, just, just do this. Like, mm-hmm. like she's kind of there to, to. You know, like just act as an intermediary between yeah, the cops. Yeah, definitely. Know? And having that female voice there yes. definitely helps with you know the dynamic of the room. Right. So right. Because Vera is most comfortable helping out young girls, of and the, this police constable is a young woman. Yep. So of course she's going to feel good about that. And she's great at her job. And, yeah, and she actually is there, and she's trying to be helpful, and she's not you know being this like cop who's trying to be tough. No, you know? she's there to be helpful to this woman who mm-hmm. needs a little bit of support. Right. Even if it's coming from the other side. Yep. So she ends up getting taken to jail. They don't tell anyone mm-hmm. why. They just tell Stan, like, hey, we're going down to the station. And Stan's like, I'm going. I'm going with you. We'll right. figure this out. Right. Uh, and he's just there. He wants to support his wife, who they've been happily married for 30 years or something. That's you know? right. So he goes. He tells all the other people to stay at the house because, they, I guess, you don't want all 10 people coming down to the police right. station. but. Uh, so he goes, and then there's, like, the interrogation happening at the jail, and then there's the family at home discussing things. Yes. Like, what's going on? What could this be? Yeah, like, everyone is really bothered by it, especially Sid, who's her oldest child, the son. Is he the oldest? Or He's is, the oldest, yeah. Uh, yeah. He hates this. He's yeah. like, I want to know what's happening. I can't just sit here. You know, they took mom. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't do this. This isn't right. And he's completely supporting his mom at this point. Like, she didn't do anything. What are they doing? He doesn't know. Right. And when he does find out, it changes. He's mad at it. He's like the devil's advocate of Vera's point of view. You know, like, you're killing babies is his point of view. And it's nice they threw that in there to give it, you know, someone to argue against and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd say the movie doesn't really... Take a huge stance though on whether it's right or wrong. Do you do you feel that? Um, no, it 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 doesn't. Um, it it takes more of a stance on whether it needs to be like 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 more that that be, because we can't talk about this issue. Yeah, Vera does these things. Yeah, you know, like this this is what's being carried out because you know no one will I guess, uh, like like like, well, 
this world, the, the, the problems, the, the, the root of the problems of this is that, you know, men are bastards. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that's the only reason that this is, this is that what was coming to this. That's like a theme on our show. Uh, <laughs> I think every episode we're like, it's because guys are worried about how big their dicks are. Of course. You know? We talked about it last week with, with <laughs> macho male aggression. Every episode. I mean, it, we know how awful this is. Oh, man. And, yeah. Yeah. Actually, one character during one of one of Vera's uh, like rounds d- does say to her, uh, they don't understand nothing, men. Mm-hmm. Bastards. Yeah. yeah. That's the line. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, that 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 that's a that's just the theme of the, our universe, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. That's you know? our thesis statement. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> bastards. <laughs> um, yeah. So th- then they interrogate her more in the. I keep wanting to say prison, like in the little holding cell there right. at, the, at the police it's, it's station. The jail. It's right. the local jail. Right. It's not, right. A, it's not Folsom. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, they keep Emolda <laughs> Staunton. I don't know how she does this performance mm-hmm. because it has to be physically draining True. to be this upset for for the last third of the movie. She's just completely devastated, crying for forty minutes of screen time. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> and it's like, how long did that? How long was that forty minutes did it take to shoot? Yes, you're right. Uh-huh. Like this must be like just absolutely. Uh, she she must be so spent at the end of shooting right, because yeah. it's like I've been crying for for twelve hours here. You know. <laughs> Um, and she's not like bawling and, and really carrying on. It's just like it's all over. It's all in her her expressive face and yeah. Um, like her her eyes are just moist and she is like it's like that trying not to cry and your yeah. face is very tense. Yes, and you can see that physicality in her face, like trying to hold back her tears. Right. You know? And this is the scene when she finds out about the money going to Lily, and that's kind of what breaks her, and she starts tearing. Like yes. the tears are flowing then. And right. Man. It's great. And they give her the chance to tell Stan what happened. Yeah. Otherwise, they have to tell him. Right. Which I think is great that the police have some kind of compassion for mm-hmm. her. You know, they say like they see her like this is just a woman who doesn't do anything wrong, except this is the one thing she does that is against the law. Yeah. And she's like the perfect model citizen. Yeah. Besides that. So they really sympathize for her. And they're like, I can't, you know. She's in a tough situation now, but does she deserve it? I don't know. And right. then they let her tell her husband because, I mean, I would want to do that. Yes. I'd want to be able to come out with that to my wife. Of course. I wouldn't want some detective telling her something like that. Yeah, having it read back to your loved yeah, ones. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, man. And when she tells Stan, it's it's really good. It's another scene where she's just devastated again. <laughs> and it's so good. Stan is there like... Kind of, like I don't know how Stan reacts here. He like is trying to be supportive of her, but he's kind of scared of what he's about to hear because he's never seen his wife like this before. Right, and he he knows inside she did something because she up. she would not act like this unless something did happen, and yeah. he's afraid of that. Right, it's really good, and Stan is great too. Like I, f- I forget the actor, but man, Phil he, Davis, he really nails this scene too. Yeah, and and then and they end up keeping Vera overnight at the mm-hmm. jail, and then Stan goes back to the house. He tells everybody, "Okay, it's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead and you know, it it'd probably be best if you all went home." And then he pulls his brother aside, uh, yeah. Frank. Ugh. And in another devastating scene, he tells Frank what's happening. Yep. And he just breaks down completely. This um, scene really got me. Oh man! Because Stan's like, "What am I gonna do?" Yeah. I I'm I have no idea what I'm going to do. He's right. completely helpless. Right. And. 
I felt so much sympathy for him. Oh. I was like, man, I mean, yeah, Vera's in j- jail now, and she's probably going to get sentenced to prison time. Yep. And what are you going to do now with all the kids, with everything, the bills? I mean, you don't want to think about that kind of stuff, but it's like, you're alone now. Yep. Your life is completely changed. What are you going to do? And he confides in his brother. It's it's so sad. <laughs> I know it is. It, it really is. Um, And then Vera, kind of going back to where, about the cops and how they feel toward Vera. I mean, like, the next morning they, they're, they're doing, like, the arraignment. Mm-hmm. And the cops, uh, like, Peter White actually, like, like petitions for... Vera to be out on bail mm-hmm. while, while they while they get everything ready for the trial. Yeah, uh, because they know that. Look, talk about not a flight risk. I mean, like Vera, yeah, Vera Drake right. isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and when she gets home, that's when she has to address it with with Ethel and and Sid. Yeah. And um and Sid is not sympathetic toward her. Um, he's like he, he can only think of it in terms of like you're murdering infants. Yeah. And you know how could you? Mm-hmm. And his poor mother, Imelda Staunton, the most sympathetic character in cinematic history, mm-hmm. um, is just sitting there taking it and not fighting back and not telling him, you know, Sid, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like Stan does. Stan finally just tells him, okay, the Sid, that's enough. Yep. And then in 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 what could only be in a Mike Lee movie, a non-hackneyed makeup scene between Sid and Vera. Yeah. Where Sid pours his heart out, telling his mother how much he loves her. Yep. But still telling her that I think what you did is wrong, but I I, I can't stand to right. think about you being in a jail cell. He's scared for his mom. Yes. He's scared for himself and the rest of his family. Right. Even though he disagrees with her, they are family and he's gonna be there for her. And he knows like 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 how, how spotless his mother's mm-hmm. you know, like life has been. I mean, like yep. there is no one better in all of London than Vera Drake. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. she just lives to, to, to give to people. And he realizes this and, and realizes kind of what a jerk he was by, by coming after her. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Sid. I love Sid. He's a, I he's, just he's love a that character. character. It's so good. I know. And we, we kind of briefly touched on how, I mean, the, the story is about abortion. Yeah. It's more like even, not just about that, but another level. It's substitute anything out for abortion. Yeah. Drug use. Anything. It's right. about... The consequences of your actions True. and how it affects everybody around you, whether what you're doing is right or wrong, illegal or legal, like how are these things going to affect people around you? There you go. Uh, so you substitute it for anything. I mean, even I think like Breaking Bad, he becomes a drug dealer, you know, yes. and destroys his whole family in the process. That's right. I mean, your actions have consequences no matter what. And that that's like the main theme, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not trying to show just abortion. Right. It's everything. Yes. And unlike Walter White, uh, like Vera Drake is like is blameless. I mean, like, like, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not uh, like that's that's kind of like the, the 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 main, I guess, takeaway from 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 this whole story is that like, yeah, you could substitute anything, any kind of infraction, any kind of like uh, like trespass against the rest of society. Yeah. But in the but if you're like Vera Drake and you are truly like the just so altruistic yeah, and, and, yeah. and and so like just giving of yourself um we can't look past someone's transgressions of course mm-hmm. but but if if every criminal were like her i mean yeah who knows I, what the world would look that's like that's the real tragedy of it all yeah. is because she has no bad will towards anything yes and then they, she's still prosecuted in this way that's you know? right i mean 
intent has nothing to do with it. Nope. It's what you did. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You did yeah. something wrong and you must face the consequences. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, <laughs> yes. <God. laughs> and and we, we 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 messed up earlier by saying that the, the, the dinner that this is Christmas. This is Christmas. Now. Right, right, yeah. I just um, realized that too. Yes. Because it, it actually has my favorite line in the film. Reg? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. it. I love it. it. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Smashing. Oh god. Oh, he's so Man, like, like it looks like Christmas is kind of ruined mm-hmm. because everyone's being very. It's it's not the same atmosphere oh. that it was. Joyce doesn't want to be there. Yeah, Joyce is really. There's really... a great scene between Joyce and Frank. Frank, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Stan's brother, yeah. and she's like, I don't want to see her. Yeah, I don't want to be near her, but I'll go because it's your brother. Right. We're go- we'll go. I ain't talking to her though. Right. Which is a very real conversation that would happen. Of course. You know? <laughs> yes. Uh, so they're there and it's really awkward. Everyone's just trying to pretend like nothing happened. Yes. Like, let's just have a good Christmas before all this happens. And right. The, yeah. Because it's between the time that Vera went to jail and then she's going to stand trial. So it's yeah. like the, the inner... The, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're they're passing around what looks like like just cookies or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Some biscuits. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and no one wants to take any. Everybody's just kind of looking at the floor. And Reg <laughs> says... This is the best Christmas I've had in a long time. Thank you, Vera. Smashing. Yep. I love it. Oh. And he's so sincere about it, it too. Is. Like he's Imagine his past Christmases. He's oh, just sitting man. there alone in his underwear probably yeah, exa- doing nothing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, no family like 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 Yeah. Even uh. though these events have happened and there's a huge tarnish on everything, he's still there with people that he loves yeah. and have come to love him. And he just is so happy to be there. Oh. Man, I love Reg. Reg is great. <laughs> I can't, I can't, you know. <laughs> uh, and then after that, she gets sentenced to two and a half years in prison. By Jim Broadbent. Yes, Jim Broadbent. <laughs> I was like, oh, there he is. Yeah. So, oh. He's in the credits. Like, I think it says, and Jim and Broadbent. Jim Broadbent right. Like, at the very end of the credits. And I'm like, okay, when's he going to pop up? And, and you're, you're an hour and 50 <laughs> yeah. minutes into the movie, and you haven't seen Jim Broadbent. Uh-huh. And then uh, 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 the barrister, like, like they part with, they, you know, the, and then you see a powdered wig, and it's Jim Broadbent. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's not even... I wasn't sitting the whole movie like waiting for Jim Broadbent I to show, either. you know, yeah, yeah. like that wouldn't be good if sure. your movie's doing that, you right. know, but it's good. It's like if Tom Cruise showed up at the end, like in a wig, you know, like a powdered wig. <laughs> like, oh man. It's not like that. But, yeah. No, but like, and, it, and it's, it's cool that like Gilbert and Sullivan are back together again. Cause Alan oh, Corduna is, is, is right. earlier in the movie and you're like, oh man, yes, this needs to happen more often. Topsy turvy. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, and then. It shows Vera in prison talking to some older inmates, and they're basically saying, you know, you'll be out of here in no time. Yep. Whatever. Yep. Um, she doesn't belong in prison. She's <laughs> she's a fish out of water here. Because um, these other women are kind of tough girls. They look tougher. Yeah, they're yeah. like Orange is the New Black. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and it just kind of shows Vera walk up the ladder and or the staircase, Stairs, yeah. and then over the you know catwalk towards her cell or something. And right. it's, that's... The last we see of Vera. Yeah. And then it cuts to the family sitting there at the dinner table, just staring into space. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. Like the family is without her for the next two and a half years. They don't even know what to do. They don't even know. Can they even cook dinner? Yeah. Like, where do you start? What are they going to do? Right. Yeah. Because like, like not only was, was Vera, because have you ever been in a, um, like someone's house where where the where like someone is kind of like Vera, where not only is was the dinner great, but like the cleanup happened, 
you know, while you were like just finishing your last bite. Yep. Like it's all just so effortless. Mm-hmm. Like hospitality is just what, what this person is all about. Um, and even, you know, you may, maybe you had it in your head while you were finishing your potatoes. You know, I'm going to help her out. I'm going to offer to help the dishes. Uh-huh. No, she already did them. Yeah. You know, it's like. <laughs> but she's still like engaging yes. in the dinner. Yeah. And the conversation C- and even driving it. Like she is totally in control of everything <laughs> happening to this family. And they are rudderless yep. without, the, oh, yeah. without this presence. Yep. They're just floating downstream. Man. Ugh. Yeah. But, oh, the Drake family that, is, that is ending at is oh. who? Yeah, I know. That's it. Fade <laughs> to black. <laughs> Fade to miserable, <laughs> depressing black. Now this movie won a lot of awards, didn't it? Yeah, Dave? it did. Uh, it did. No Academy Awards, did it? But, no, unfortunately, not not in the big category. But it won like acting, directing, best picture, and some British awards, and yes. I think at Venice it won best director. I can't remember or picture one of the two. I mean, if you just look yeah. it up, like the yeah. yeah the the accolades that it's gotten, it's 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 the endless list. That's not the Academy Awards, right? It's everyone else except those assholes. God damn it! <laughs> you know, I mean, was it even nominated for like best foreign picture or anything? Uh, it was not nominated for best foreign oh, film. Okay, wow. Um, Imelda Staunton lost best actress to Hilary Swank. Oh, really? Yeah. For million dollar baby fuck that movie what the fuck i hate that movie what i mean i hate oh, million dollar baby quiet fuck i mean honestly <laughs> the the idea that, that you amelda staunton's performance in this you know what honestly i said it on our old website yeah i'll say it again this is the best acted movie top to bottom i've ever seen not yeah. just from amelda staunton yeah from everybody mm-hmm. like there is there is nothing more no, no performance is more realistic in 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 cinema than mm-hmm. what you see here. This yeah. is real people, you know, relating to one another on on such a on such a human level that you 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 know it, it's almost like you can't even look at it sometimes. Yep. Yep. It's like this is too real. And Imelda Staunton, this is an achievement in acting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It should be it should be held up with, with the greatest performances in movie history and. You know, uh, <laughs> Clint East, one of Clint Eastwood's lesser films, you know, got more <laughs> more trophies. Hillary it's, Swank with a broken neck uh, one. I, I can't, come on. I, I can't. Oh, man. Look, I oh, whatever. Whatever, <laughs> Hollywood. You know, <laughs> this is my favorite part of the show. When we just go on a rant about Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, anything else? Um. In the opening credits, there's uh, one of the on-screen credits is research by Lucy Witten. Oh, yes, yes. That's the first time I've ever seen a researcher credited that way in a movie. And I guess for a movie that's this well-researched, you damn well deserve that kind of on-screen credit. Yeah. It should say, you know, and Jim Broadbent, and then research by Lucy Witten. And it, and it comes before Mike Lee's credit. Yeah. Um, right before. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is really the, this is a great thing. The most important part of this was this researcher. Yeah. Beside the director. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And and I guess we we I, I this is all to... based on true stuff, right? Oh, of that's, course. That's, yeah. Vera Drake was a real person. This happened to her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so I I don't I mean like I know that and then that this that this particular method of of abortion was also practiced. Yeah. Um. Which is disturbing as hell. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know what's uglier than, 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 you know, than doing Ugh. this to another human being. Right. Um, but yeah. And, and uh, that, like what I really like about it is the movie doesn't even really show anything dramatic happening with 
the the abortions. Like no. it's just matter of fact. Like we've said before. I mean, when the one woman gets sick, she's kind of like they're flailing in bed a little bit and right. white pasty, but. It's not anything, you know, gory or disgusting or disturbing even. It's just the subject matter is what's so intense about it. It's yes. not any of the visuals or anything like that. And she performs abortions on screen on, I think, like five different women. Yeah. Um, you, and don't, we, you don't see it going in or any, no, com, no. anything coming out. It's just kind of her body is blocking that portion of the right. body. And you just see her like kind of moving her arms around a little. And that's it. Which also, you know, um, the MPAA gave this an R rating. Yeah. Um, there is not one swear word in the whole runtime of a two hour and five minute movie. Yep. It's certainly not themes that are for children. Right. But honestly, can you really say that like high school age kids shouldn't be exposed to this movie and the themes of this movie? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would want my 14 year old to see this. Give it a PG-14. It's just, God, oh, it's infuriating, man. I mean, yeah, oh, what the, what they do. Back at, back at Hollywood. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So anything else real, anything else, Uh, Dave? I know. I, I, I think that I, yeah, I, I, I love Mike Lee. That's it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. So what would you rate this movie and would you recommend it? Um, I would recommend it. And if I could give it, you know, 20 stars, I would. Okay. It's, it's five stars. It's the highest rating. Okay. There you go. I'm going to give it four stars. Okay. I, I like the movie. Um, not as much as you do. Yeah. I know you're a Mike Lee head. So. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's a great movie. It's really good. Yes. So I give it four stars and a, I definitely recommend it. Cool. I don't want to say it's difficult to watch, but it's a, a tough subject matter so yes. that's the only thing about it um i don't know if i'd want to watch it again uh but maybe well it's understandable yeah. if, if you just like feel okay i i really don't you know it's not something like yeah we've talked about it before like with the killing fields you can't just oh, yeah. unwind with vera drake exactly you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just let me go home and watch uh, a little vera drake yeah and- <laughs> exactly i've had a rough day let's put in some vera drake <laughs> i feel like being depressed even more <laughs> Let's put on some Vera Drake. Exactly, dude. But yeah, it's a great film. Uh A great film. Yeah. So that about wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes, rate it, review it. Most of all, share it. Gets more dudes listening to the dudes. If you don't use iTunes, you can find us in any other podcatcher of your choosing and, you know, rate us and review us there and go to dudesonmovies.com and you can find anything you need right there. Yes. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Dudes on Movies, and we have our email address, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. All right. So we have a question of the week. What is the question of the week, Dave? Um, this is near and dear to me. What is your favorite Mike Lee movie? And show your work, please. Yes. We're excited. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned next week when we discuss 1966's The Sword of Doom, directed by Kihachi Okamoto and starring Tatsuo Nakadai. I don't know how to say that. I think you did. I think you nailed it. I didn't even try to do like any kind of accent. I just it just came out like that. That's probably because I'm sick <laughs> and didn't prepare, so I just kind of went with it. But anyway, so stay tuned for that. Until next week, I'm your dude Scott. I'm your dude Dave, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>